What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 2 a.m. on Lakeshore Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Whiteley, along with Bryson Taze, Tate Holly, and Tucker Heaton. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, guys? Just before we get this episode rolling, uh, I just wanted to let y'all know that we are now on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if there's any other platform that uh, y'all would like to see us on, uh, please let us know. We would love to do our best to accommodate y'all. And uh, feel, please feel free to reach out, uh, give us any ideas, feedback that you would like to. You can do that on our Instagram, 2am underscore on underscore Lakeshore. We would really appreciate it. And uh, let's get into it. And hey, hey, I want to make one more quick point. I've been noticing we're in the Christmas season, right? right. For those people who put their lights up before Thanksgiving, I hate you. What are you doing? <laughs> I hate what you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why, no, actually, why, actually, why, actually what, what's going on? Why, why do you do that? Like, what's the point? Can you not enjoy Thanksgiving as it is? Like, I, I'm a firm, like, I'm a firm believer in just like, enjoy each holiday. It, it's once. almost, it's almost like a race, like to your neighbors, you know? It's <laughs> who like, can get it it's done like first? Who, who can do it first? Who, who can, you know, set the tone? Right. Yeah. We are in yeah. a simulation. Right. It's just like, let's just, it's just, I, Spawn die, spawn. I don't know. I just don't like it. You know, don't when's like the line? It. When's the line? I, I say Friday. I, I say Black Friday's good. You're good to go. You can put up your lights on Black Friday. I like that. I like I like Black Friday a lot. The the only thing that I would say that is just completely against the book is the excuse of, especially we're in we're in Alabama. The excuse of we just wanted to get it done before it got cold outside. Excuse me, it's December seventh and it was seventy three degrees today. Uh, no. You know, I was in a short shorts and t shirt walking to class. It's today. depressing, <laughs> isn't it? It is. It's sixty five degrees and it's like December what sixth? It's sixty five degrees outside. Dude, like, it been, is shorts I've, I've been, and t shirt weather. I've been weather. so caught up in like <laughs> the schooling right now. You know, this is brutal. You know, everybody's yeah, studying. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Like, dude, exactly. it doesn't feel like Christmas right now. No, it's kind of sad. It feels no. like hell. I am the yeah. least. <laughs> <laughs> I am the least in Christmas spirit that I think I could possibly be right now. No, no, absolutely. Anyways, first topic we're into. We want to call this a little episode of how do you handle this? I want to start out when we do this episode. It's really obviously putting us in situations where all four of us may have reacted differently to it, right? We may handle it a different way, and hopefully we can relate back, right? But the first thing I want to start with is how do you handle peer pressure? There's just so many situations I think we've been in our life where you have that one friend who just gets you to do things you never wanted to do, but you, you do it anyways, and maybe sometimes you feel good about doing it, or sometimes like, wow, why did I do that? Why did I get myself into that? Yeah, this is a good one. I think this is something that we can all relate to, especially in high school. I mean, you know, we're still trying to figure out our identity and, you know, who we want to stay friends with, who we don't. Um, that was definitely a big thing in high school. I think we can all relate to that. When that question arises of, do you want to go do this thing or you're doing this thing, are you equipped in your mind to say no or to say yes? You have to have that beforehand or else you're just going to be submissive, in my opinion. Mm. I think the whole submission thing has to do with like your your moral alignment. Like, are you really in touch with your morals, or are you not? Like that yeah. that I think that in my mind is a show of character. Like whether you're easily moved by another person or group of people, I, I feel like that has to do with like follower and leader type of deal. Like, are you comfortable in your own skin, or are you? I mean, it could be controversial. Or are you so insecure that you just have to say yes because you're afraid to disappoint the person asking you to go do that? That's a, it shows the real you, doesn't I it? I think it does. I, I really think it does. Can I say no and be content being alone or just sitting in my room while y'all go do yeah. that? Are you mature enough to handle that? Correct, yeah. correct. Okay, so, you know, with this topic of peer pressure, have y'all ever, like, been peer pressured to something you knew was bad and then you got away with it? How did that, how did that make you feel, like, Maybe you didn't get condemned for it, but you got away with it. Did you battle with that internally at all? 
or did you kind of be like, ah, like that's the past? You, you want me to be honest? Yeah. And this, this is where I'm a little different. Every time I've been peer pressured into something, anything I've ever done, for some reason, I don't know why, I've never felt bad about it in the end. Mm. And, you know, I... Really? Yeah. Like, it, almost it, like it's the other person's fault? Or... I, you, uh, I justify my actions. Okay. So what I mean by that is like, oh, they got me to do it. I'm not the one who made the decision. He's the one. He made it for me. Right. So if we get in trouble, the way I can justify my actions is by saying it was his idea. Mm, mm. So that's that, I feel like that's how a lot of people get led into peer pressure, mm, right? Mm. They kind of say, okay, I'm going to do this. But remember, it's not my idea. It was that other person's idea, mm, right? Mm. So, I mean, there, there's just so many examples with that where, you know, <laughs> you, it's, it's a justifiable reason to do it, right? But do you know that that's wrong after, like, do you, do you justify it anyway knowing that the justification is wrong? Or are you saying that you're completely okay with, just for second conversation, like, are you just completely okay with the peer, falling to that peer pressure? Um, for, for me... Like I said, and I, I need to get, and you know, when I say this, I need to get better at. But in terms of, it wasn't my idea. You know, like when the, your parents walk in, say in high school, your parents walk in on you, and y'all were drinking, and it's like it wasn't my idea. Yeah. You know, it was it was Kirk's idea, or it was it was Brandon's it was Brandon's idea. He he was the one who brought the alcohol over here. I didn't even know he did it. Like he just kind of brought it in. We started drinking. Did I have a fun time? Yeah, sure. I don't regret it, but it wasn't my idea. I, trust me, Dad. I wasn't the one who did it, yeah. and but still, at the end of the day, you get punished for it, and you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Maybe Yo, I should have said uh, yes. Mom, to side Dad, note. I I never did that. Mom and Dad, I never did that. Okay. <laughs> side note, dude, why did you come up with Kirk as your random name? <laughs> yeah. Kirk, like, and Kirk and Brandon. Brandon. Because, That's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I kind of wanted to come up with a name that no one named their kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. Man, <laughs> Kirk is a guy that Kirk Herb Street. Dude, Kirk is yeah. a guy that used to cut my hair when I was like three years old. He was a barbershop owner. Dude was dude was awesome. He had a mullet and everything. <laughs> it was like two thousand and six. No, man. but but the overall <laughs> point I'm trying to make is you justify it through that idea yeah. that it's not your decision. Yeah. It's someone else's. Okay. I mean I, I I just I guess I just fundamentally disagree. I think if you I, like, I, agree I think if you point the finger, I think that's cowardly in my opinion. I, I think that like in every situation where I've messed up and like I got caught and like maybe maybe not necessarily where like I didn't get caught but I got away with it but in the situations where I'm caught I've I've owned up to it because you know you live with that guilt if you don't you see, and I didn't see I like yeah. me as a person like handling guilt is one of the things I'm worst at and like yep. I gotta get it off my chest that's exactly. just that's just, that's just and me you know it's weird I'm just not like that it's not like I don't feel bad for anyone but I I don't try to. And, and I'm and I'm looking like a snake right now, right? Like I'm saying, oh, it was their idea. If it was my idea and I messed up, I'm gonna take ownership for that. Yeah. But I feel like there's some situations where it's like there's this one guy who comes up with the idea and everyone else is on board except you, and you're like, I guess I'm gonna do it. That's what I'm kind of talking about. Right. Where it's like everyone else is on board, I guess I have to do it, yeah. and I'm not gonna blame myself for it. Because I didn't really want to do it in the first place, but that goes back to caving to peer pressure, right? And I think in that terms, I caved. But at the same time, I'm not going to feel bad about it because I, I don't think that it was really, it, it, was, it was forced on me, you know? It was forced on me. That was my thing. You also brought up another interesting point about owning up to it and like not pointing fingers away or, or getting caught. When I get caught... I just wanted to bring up the worst thing that I can ever hear when I get caught is, you're not sorry, you just got caught. 
but I couldn't be more yes. genuinely sorry. Like I know, I acknowledge I messed up and I am genuinely sorry about it, but the person's like, nah, you're not. You yeah. just got caught. That's I, the only reason why you're sorry. I mean, you would have kept doing it. Yeah, but like, that's like, like you were hitting that though. Like I'd be sorry even if I didn't get caught. You know, what I'm correct saying? with the guilt that correct I hold, right? for the guilt that you hold. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. That's I. I had to say something about that because I, I resonate so well with that. Okay, this is a crazy sidebar to what we're talking about, but but I thought it might be interesting. So Angie, you said with peer pressure, you kind of put the blame on someone else, and that and that in a way kind of makes you accept what you did. Or gives you the ability to. Yeah, someone is the ability. Yeah, the ability. Yeah, the ability we'll say that. that. Not saying you would inherently do that. Have y'all heard what's been going on with Balenciaga? No. Oh, have I y'all heard have. about that? I have heard okay, what's okay. going on with Balenciaga. So let me let me lay the backstory. Let me let me lay the backstory. So about and this this had to do with Kanye and him kind of cutting ties with Balenciaga about a few weeks ago. Y'all watch out for snipers. So apparently, or so Balenciaga released this ad, and there's this little girl in it. She's she's like five years old, and there's these these teddy bears that she's holding that are in bondage, representing like BDSM type Ugh. messages. Ugh. And this this guy this guy on Reddit or YouTube or something he 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 went into detail to add, and he looked in the background, and there was like this bookshelf that was behind the girl, and all of the authors of the books were like these people convicted of these pedophilic pedophile crimes, are these people that were currently incarcerated for it. What do I have to look up to find that image? And, I want a little bit of and and, and what, where I'm going with this is is they're saying that these that if they message this is what people are saying they're saying that the theory is that these people behind Balenciaga they actually are pedophiles they actually are satanists they actually are promoting this stuff to the public because of this idea of karma retribution and the idea of karma retribution is this if i make it known to the public or i make it known to whoever i'm sending the message to and they willingly accept that message in this case Balenciaga doing the subtle hint, the subtle Easter egg of the pedophilic people in the books, the authors and all that, then if you accept that, then it's not on me anymore because you accept that uh, that is something good. So therefore, the karma is not unbalanced anymore. Dude, this picture is screwed up. It's a heck yeah. of a segue. <laughs> it's a heck of a segue, but basically it's like, I'm going to put it on the public or I'm going to put it on everyone else. That way I'm not in trouble. That way the karma is not bad on me. That way I'm not hiding it from you. Yeah. And if I'm and if I'm wrong then and I get caught, then it's a problem. That and was you, a straight bullet, you, yeah. but it hit. And yeah. you wanna know one of my overall points? Here's what I was trying to say in all this. I don't appreciate people who make me own up to things that wasn't my idea. So when, when let, let me elaborate on this. Yeah, you need to. If if um you know, whatever if so and so had the idea that he wanted to go do this illegal act, or not even illegal act, wanted to do this thing that we were all kind of against, but the crowd, but we kind of just ended up agreeing to him. And we kind of just went with him because it was, you know, caving to peer pressure, right? Um, and we get caught. I don't appreciate that whoever catches me is making me own up to the same exact standard of the person whose overall idea it was and who initiated it. Sure. I, and, and, and that's not me trying to you know, point fingers or anything. I just think it is a societal standard of, I think it's just a societal fallacy. You know, why do I have to 
own up to the same exact thing, like the thing that he initiated, that he did, it was his idea. Now, yes, I'm gonna say, okay, I was a part of that and I accept full responsibility for that, but I'm not gonna own up to the, and I'm not gonna take the exact same punishment as the guy who came up with the overall okay. idea. He was the ringleader. I think I, I think I see what you're saying. You're saying that you, the ringleader of the mafia should get 50 years and you should get 10. Yes. You're, you're saying, now I, respectfully, I say that if I'm a part of it, if I associated with you while you did that and I was doing that with you, I am just as responsible as you were because I consciously made the decision to do exactly what you're doing. That's just me. I think that there's no like, oh, I, I think like, no, he, he took all of it. Like, uh, I, I only did a little bit. I think, uh, I mean, just going back, sin is sin to me. And if I, if I did that with you, then I'm going to, I'm going to bear the, bear the burden just as, just as you are. So well, that's where I go back to say you're in middle school and say you're just kind of insecure and you're just trying to find, like Brett said, you're just bouncing in between friend groups and you're just trying to find, you know, who you are yeah. and you're trying to just find yourself. And maybe sometimes you just take that risk because you want to be liked, yeah. right? And I feel like I struggled with that a little bit in yeah. middle school and high school. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of trying to justify those people who may be listening yeah. to this podcast yeah. because yeah, it's, it, and, and, but when you get punished, I knew what I was doing was wrong, but man, I just, I really would have appreciated if someone could have understood my position that I was in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that, and just, just for the listeners too, like, we're learning stuff about each other. We've known each other for, I mean, almost four years now, and we're still like having these conversations. We're we're learning things yeah. constantly. So I just hope y'all can appreciate yeah. that. What else we got, Andrew? What else we got? Hey, I got one. I got one. Do it, roll. What you got? And again, I I guess I'm I'm the guy that's gonna completely switch directions on this one. <laughs> I, I, hey, I like. Hey, this. I love let's it. Just, let's I'm throwing you off. I'm throwing you off. I'm throwing you off. We're gonna keep y'all listening. Okay. On the on the toes. How do you handle a girlfriend with a ton of guy friends? Ooh. When you first, oh, when, like, when you first start dating, and they're like, "I have this plethora of like she, she's not stopping hanging out with who she was hanging out with before y'all started." Dating. And you like, just like, started this relationship. Are, are you talking? You about just started it. Well, no. Let's say let's say it's three months in, and it nothing's changed yet. Nothing's changed. Are you talking about guys wise, like her guy friends? Yeah, she's Late. not cutting them off. They're, yeah, give, they're me the, give me the give me all the details. Like We're she's like still Snapchat hanging around. She's still hanging around the dudes when she was single, one on one. Without you, she's hanging out with the dudes. She's with them, not with you. She may be with one or two of her other friends, maybe other one girls. on one. We'll say, we'll say, there's one guy, that's one on one, uh, and she's like, oh yeah, we're, you know, I hate that. Like the last episode, we're so just it goes friends. back to where yeah, we're just yeah. friends. <laughs> like, are, are we are we dating at this point? So you're dating. You're three months in. We're, yeah, we're oh. scenario is three months in. She's hanging out one on one. Yeah. With the dude, I'm about to throw up in my mouth talking about it. Yeah. That just makes me so Isn't uncomfortable. Isn't that weird, so, though? Like, is, yeah. that's, that's weird, that's right? That's just a red flag at that point. That's just a red flag. Even if you're a girl listening to this and your yeah. guy's hanging out with, like, maybe other he has like, another girlfriend and he hangs yeah. out with them one-on-one, and you don't even know you can girls. admit that that's a little weird. And you don't know him, though. Three months in, you don't know him like they know him. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they might as well yeah. be strangers to you. That's scary. I want to... You know what I'd be really curious? I want to know the history. I want to know their history. Yeah, right. One of the, and I don't know that, and that's yeah, the that's yeah. the weird and scary part, right? right. You don't know the history oh, 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 right. behind, I guess, what you would call that friendship, right? right? So what if, what if it's a guy that you know for a fact that your girlfriend and him hooked up in the past? Oh, God. What do you do? And they're friends? Whoa. And, and they're friends? <laughs> oh, he's just my guy friend. Oh, yeah. Throw uh, back to episode one if you haven't listened to it. <laughs> go ahead. Um, oh, and you're three months in the relationship and they haven't cut it off and you just kind of like find out that yeah. that's kind of their history. Yeah. Oh, man, I think I think that's something where, and this is me. Y'all can argue with me yeah. right now. Go for this it. This is my thing. I love it. I feel like I'm confident enough in myself as a man to where I shouldn't have to maybe put up with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
yeah. you know, if you're not willing to drop all your other guys, to not, I'm not saying quit hanging out with your girlfriends, right? Of course not that. But I feel like I don't think it's selfish of me to say that and you really, should be willing yeah. to drop your guy friends to be with me. I should be the only guy you want to be with, right? And maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not. I think it turns into, again, how do you define the friend? Like if yeah. you've heard that they've uh, gotten together in the past and they and they have a, a whatever level of physical history, I feel like I, that's not my definition of a friend. That guy's hanging around so he can. Uh, that guy's hanging around so he can. Once you go away, yes. there he goes again. Yeah. Yes. He's just he's just staying around so he can stay associated, so yeah. he can stay familiar. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll I'll paint this picture real quick. You know. I like the question, and I'm going to take it to a less extreme, right? Say the girl has a lot of guy friends, and like you said, maybe she's just hanging out with them, like, yeah. without you. Like, that's a less extreme example, but do yeah. you guys think that's okay? Like, my, my position so, my, my position first is like... Can you repeat like, that? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, like, on, on a less extreme version, mm-hmm. a girl has a lot of guy friends, maybe not one that she's hooked up with or one yeah. that she's hanging out with one-on-one, right. but she hangs out with maybe one or yeah. two in any in a friend yeah. group or something. Like oh, that's, just that's one or two? Yeah, and like, is like, do you guys find that okay? Yeah. I, feel, I find so that much I would, more I would, yeah. compelling. I find that much more comforting yes. than the one-on-one. So here, here's one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in dating. Do not be the guy that makes a girl cut off her oh, social oh, life. No. Because there they go. Girls, there they go. Girls hate that. Yes. yes, they do. And I did it in high school, and I learned very quickly that my girlfriend did not like that. It makes you look insecure. It, it, it's, uh, it's insecure. Yes, and I, I do weak. agree. So here, that, here's actually. my yeah. thing. I feel like you can kind of tell. And my biggest thing that I'm looking for when I'm in a relationship with a girl is I want her to depend on me in a way. And that's not me being needy. And that's not me saying that she has to give me 100% of her time. But if she is going to other guys for attention, for fun, for... Um, you know, something to do outside of what I can give her. Yes. Then I think that's where I draw the line. Now she's very welcome to go and hang out with her guy friends and, and you know do whatever they want in in a group setting or if they've been friends for years and and I trust that and I know the history behind them I, and they want to go hang out that's fine. But if she is going to those other guys for something that I can't give, oof, that's where it gets oh, toxic. That, that's where I draw the line. So and, yeah, for and, the and, that point you might even be the problem yeah and like, again then it might be my problem yeah oh and then maybe that's a relationship that we don't need to have right and she's not the kind of girl that is will depend on a person like me mm. and Man, that's, that's crazy oh yeah. wow that was a great point right there yeah. because it, it turns out to be that uh yeah i i don't like um or sorry i that's uh don't like whatever uh i prefer uh, someone that is that is codependent that can do things without me but also yeah. wants to do things with me yeah. I don't need either side of the yeah. uh, spectrum as completely independent or completely dependent I feel like there's a certain codependence yeah. you should have but it's there's that line yes dude because it, as soon as you cross it like yeah. I, I can't have someone that's completely and independent yeah. dude, because I want I want their attention yeah and we gotta understand dude this is how relationships have been for the past thousands of years you gotta be flexible yeah. Times are times are changing though. Mm-hmm. And we're oh. and and you know, this is how it's been. And I think this is how we're naturally inclined, like we said in the last episode. This is our nature. Mm-hmm. We want it we want to have that person depend on us. But mm-hmm. there's that line. You can't be too needy, you know? Cuz when you're too needy, that's when the girl starts to yeah. kind of get away from and, you. And, I, and, yeah. and the question I ask, I, I like that thing you said, Tucker, about the one or two guy friends versus the multiple guy friends. I feel yeah. like the energy's different yeah. in both of those sure. situations, right? Yeah, sure. And if it was just the one or two, I feel like genuinely I was like, oh, let me meet them. 
Yeah. And, and I feel like when you do meet him, you will pick up on that energy between your girl and him immediately. Yeah. And I feel like it's instinctive, right? Yeah. So, and, and that's where being flexible is a big thing. You know, right. maybe you should give it yeah. a chance, right? Yeah. And, it, and if you are in that scenario, like, it shows a lot about a man. If you can walk into that scenario, like, with your nuts hanging and yeah. be like, True. Like, this is my girlfriend. Like, this is who I want to be with. Like, yeah. I don't really care what situation you got going on, but I know that she wants me at the end of the day. You're confident and yeah. secure. You're, like, if you're yeah. confident in that situation, like, yeah. then, like, for lack of a better term, what do you have to worry about? Like, you, like you should no, be okay. No, it's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You and should then, be okay with other, like, if other guys come up and talk to her, you should be okay with that. It's okay. You don't, you should almost be like, hey, yeah, like, that. that's my girl. You know, right. she's a very attractive woman, and right. she's an awesome person. You should want to talk to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big. And in kind of a way, like when you see all those guys like trying to talk to your girl, they're like, like, "Yeah, you like seeing that." That's like, yeah, that's a sense of like pride, right there. Like, yeah, yeah, that's my, that's (laughs) my girl. That's That's my girl. girl. And and you're, and you know, you're confident. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to preface. I mean, we're four college guys sitting here talking to a mic. We want the the our female audience to know that this spins both ways. Talking about. I mean, your guy walks in and he's wanted by a couple other girls. Feel that confidence is like, hey, that's that's my guy. Like that, that I'm secure in that. Yeah. We don't want to think, oh, we're just talking about one side of the ball because maybe not all, but I feel like most things that we're saying are completely applicable to the opposite sex in the way if you just turn it around yeah. uh, and think about it. And, so, and, and you know what I want to what I want to get into? We just spoke on all of that. I want to I want to flip it a little bit too, though. Where do you draw the line though with disrespect from that? So maybe that person. Where where could it get to the point where or even you like, draw the line? It's like okay, this is a red flag versus oh, this is just yeah. me creating red yeah. flags for myself. Are we are we talking about disrespect between you and the opposite sex or of your girl? Oh, okay, your girlfriend. Okay. So you know, not where, even where like you draw that line? yeah, not even like uh, is she like talking to other guys or not? But like, what are some of the things that a girl can do in a relationship where you're like, wow, like this is something that I need to seriously consider, and this might be you know this might be the end of it if she's doing this. What are some like big red flags like that? Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this I opens up. Think a, about this. I got to think about this. This opens up a whole another can of worms here. Yeah. And, and you know what I was thinking? Let's let's go back to to the point of yo. This is my girl. Guys, I come yeah. up and talking to her. She's a great girl, right? Yeah. Say it's just this guy that comes up, and you're just chilling. You're fine with it. You know, he's like, I'm not gonna be insecure, right? But say she goes out of the way to get his snap or something, or she she or he asks for her snap. And she gives it to him. I, I think or he asked for her number, and she says yes. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to come in hot. That's just to me. That's blatant disrespect. That's blatant disrespect. That's blatant right? disrespect. You shouldn't be doing that. Random dude coming up saying that. No, that and that is a straight no. I think it should be. A, I have a boyfriend. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is my boyfriend right here. He's, he's sitting right, right here. He's actually like yeah. 20 feet over there. Yeah. He's just kind of letting. I was just going off and saw my girlfriend to the bathroom. Yeah. You came and talked to me. Yeah. That is a total. One of the most true uh, shows of or showings of character I think you can possibly get. If I witness that, I'm like, oh, so kind of loyalty hold on, yes, yeah. dude. That's that's just that's just disloyal, I, in my opinion. Dude, I got I got I got one. When when she expresses her emotions like publicly, where like oh, yeah. if you get in an argument and then she starts yelling at you in you, front of people, you want me to hop on the mic? <laughs> Yeah. You got a story? <laughs> no, 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 no. no I mean, you got a good story on that? I yeah. mean, I, I've experienced it a couple times. Yeah. I feel like we all know. Like it's just yes, making it, making it, it a. It, when you make it a public vendetta to seek me out and grill me in front of everyone, you are testing yeah. me. Yeah. Why are you? Why are you yeah. putting me in that situation? I'm. I have had to work on um, wearing my emotions on my sleeve. 
I struggle with that. Yeah. I would remember, you, remember that kill again. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. Y'all yeah. may. You, you got pretty heated, didn't you? I, I don't like. I, I would get backed in the corner, and I'm just, I'm swinging my way out, and I, I had to stop doing that. I had to lower my tone and, and learn how to handle things. But when you put me in that public situation, and you start, you yell you, at me in front of my friends. Yes, and, and yeah. I look, girls. This is this is guy, this is guys person. yelling at girls in front of girls or uh, the girl yeah. yelling at I think dude all, in front of dudes. I think if that guy if starts ha- yelling at you in public, that's yeah, a no. That, that ain't that it. is it a no no. That is a red flag. That is something that I don't. I think you should draw the line 100 percent. If you haven't been subject to it, I think you've at least witnessed it. And, and you know what? I am plain a, and simple. I am a firm believer in being diplomatic in every situation that's given to me. Whether yeah. and, and what I say about that is, once you start yelling at me, you've immediately lost the conversation. Because yeah. I am more than willing to sit down with you and talk this out in a normal tone, normal voice, and, and there should have to be never any yelling. No matter how bad it gets, yeah. I am never going to yell at, whether it's a guy or a girl, or if it's my girlfriend, right? I'm never going to yell at you for anything. It should never resort to that, and it just gets violent. And I think it gets toxic. That's that's a serious thing. Like that's I, I don't even think we can laugh in this exact segment right here because that's that's something that's just like so that people get caught up in all the time, and they yeah. just it it happens so much it becomes a normality, and you you get so used to it. You're you like, can oh, just get this, brainwashed to someone yelling at you because you're just used to. It. The love becomes blind, and you're just yeah. You, yeah. Hey, blind love is a real. Thing. Well, I mean, and what, you have to experience it first to really ever say anything. It, it is it. a real thing, and if you haven't yet, I mean, you might. I hope and pray that you don't. But um, it is real. It like no matter what anyone tells you, you're like, nah, man. Like we're we're good. Like it, I promise. But it, but you step back and you look at it, and you're like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe I put myself through that, yeah. or I can't believe I put the other person through that. I'm not saying that it was like just their fault, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda, crazy. You kind of gotta. You have to learn through just getting older and learning. You have to get put in different situations in your life to kind of learn those. The right? lack of perspective. Learn is. how to handle that. Yes. Yeah, yes. And just in terms of, it just takes experience. In my opinion, at some point, I think it is. I think every guy has to eventually, or girl, not necessarily get your heart crushed, but experience what a breakup is like. Okay, I got another one. I got another one, and we kind of touched on this earlier. Angie, when you were talking about parents, but yeah, how do you handle parents catching you in the act? <laughs> oh man, parents catching you in the act. I got a good one, dude. You're either good at handling that, yeah. or you are pathetic at handling. Well, that. dude, this is just a funny story. So, I moved. So I used to live in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I believe it was my eighth grade year. Eighth grade year, and <laughs> so. This is, I have an older brother, and this is, this is when he was still in the house, but this is our first night, first night in Nashville, first night in New State, first night in New House. I got football practice the next morning, and me and my brother and his buddy think it's a good idea, and keep in mind, I'm in like, yeah, I'm like eighth grade, I'm, I'm, I'm a young boy, I'm like 14, and we think it's a good idea to get on top of our roof, of our first night in the New House, and, and smoke cigarettes because I thought it was cool at that time <laughs> yep you know everyone goes yeah, yeah you start out you start point. out with cigarettes and we're like yeah dude it'd be cool we get on the roof climb out the window and you know just smoke you know a cigarette right <laughs> you know you know how cool that is in middle school and <laughs> dude it was the coolest and and so we were dumb enough to 
to not take our shirts off or anything and just smoke and have all that smoke, you know, it's on our, it's on our clothes. And and I go to bed that night wearing the same clothes after we smoke these cigarettes on the roof. <laughs> and dude, my dad walks in the morning to wake me up for football practice and I've n- I've never seen him so mad. He goes, "You smell like a damn chimney." <laughs> and, and I'm like, and I just I'm just woken up and I'm still kind of hazy. I'm like, "What's going on?" And I realize I'm still in my clothes from the night before. And he made me go to football practice in my same clothes, smelling smelling like straight cigarettes. <laughs> Dude, watching film. So this was after this was a Saturday morning, and yeah, we got to go watch film Saturday morning. And dude, I walked in there, and and all my coaches were giving me the dirtiest look. I bet like, you this learned kid, a this, life yeah, lesson out yeah. of that, man. And then, Dad yeah. laying it down. Yeah. How old were you? And then? dude, keep in mind this this was a new develop like a new development. So there's only two houses on the street, and this is right off the main highway. So. I, 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 when it was daylight the next day, I was looking at my house and I realized everybody on this highway that passed was watching us on top of this roof because there's only two houses in the neighborhood, like smoking these cigarettes on top. I was like, the whole world is basically watching us the whole night. <laughs> you want to smoke? Stu- stupidity of an eighth grader. Yeah. For my eight, I, and I remember this like yesterday, when I, this was for my 18th birthday. Me and my buddies, we decided that it would be fun if, you know, we bought a, we bought a few drinks and we went to my buddy's house to, to drink them, right? Go in his room and just have fun, right? That was our only point. Yeah. And it was, it was four of us and we were in his room. And, and obviously, you're 18, right? You're, you're not 21. That's, that's, that's yeah. the biggest point I want to make. Yeah. Is we're, we're, so we're, we're, having a few, we're having a few and we start getting a little loud. And we start talking, and the whole point is like, dude, my dad can't hear us, or dude, you know, my mom's gonna hear us, something like that. Yeah. But we're just kind of acting reckless, you know. We've never been caught for anything really before, so we thought that it would be that nothing would really come out of it. All of a sudden, I, I don't remember who said it, but someone's like, dude, I feel it. And all of a sudden, his dad had, or the guy who you know who lived at the house, his dad uh, had his ear right on the door the whole time because <laughs> he had heard us oh. just saying. The stupidest things, um, making it clear that we had had we had something in the room, right? He busts in that door and goes, "Show me where the alcohol is right now." Oh, I'm telling you, heart drops. My yeah. heart drops. Yeah. My face turns white. I'm looking sick. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this is. And remember, this is on my birthday. This is. I just turned 18, right? <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't the well, best behaved kid in high school either, so my parents already didn't think too highly of me. <laughs> so, we get caught red-handed right there. He threatens at first to call the cops on us, right? I'm saying we are all like, and I'm not even gonna lie here. I started crying. <laughs> no I started crying. I didn't know what to do. I was like, dude, my dad's gonna end my life. Yeah, his, it's gonna be over. His son was in the house. Like his that... son, yeah, was with us. Oh, yeah. wow. this is one of my best. Gonna call the cops on his own son. He's one of my best friendly friends. fire. He's like, he I'm gonna call the cops. Friendly fire. I, 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 I'm like, I have to do what girls do when they get pulled over by a cop. I'm just, I'm about to start crying. <laughs> I'm about to start crying. Yeah. I'm about to show him that. This is going to be the end of my life if you tell my parents or call the cops. Did you have an emotional hey, weakness? Hey, girls, yes. you know you do that. You know you do you it. You know you do yeah. it. Yeah, but... And you can get away with it. <laughs> I would do we it if I was it. a cop. But if I was a cop, I'm telling you, I'm not falling for it. Hey, no, you know what? And we would use some sort of diversion if we could. But you know what? We have nothing. We well, have absolutely nothing so, to offer the police. So, Good on y'all. Good on y'all. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, this goes on for about three hours of my buddy... Begging his dad not to tell my parents because I'm gonna be honest right now. He told my parents 
I was big trouble. It was it was over. It was done. But that was one one of the only situations in my life where I had to I had to literally I I I, I genuinely started crying because I was terrified <laughs> of what this what what his dad was about to do. But for somehow some way, my buddy talked it out, and he came in and said, "Give me the alcohol. I'm gonna go to bed." And after that, we were in there going. We are never like we're like you know that that story is like we are never drinking again. Yeah, that's like dude, yeah. that's like the universe telling us yeah. we are never doing this again. And you're just so caught up in that moment, yes. but that parent coming in yeah. and just catching you is the worst feeling, especially when it's not your parent. You know, great. That's 18th, the worst. Great 18th birthday, yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you. You said that. Oh, give me the alcohol. I'm gonna go to bed. My dad would have for anyone that knows him might find this fun. It would be like, hey, I'm gonna, <laughs> me and Tate are gonna go to bed. I, y'all wouldn't see me the rest of the night. <laughs> I would, I would have, like, I would disappear. Yeah. I, I would have to be like, like screams in the distance. Yeah, yeah. just, just <laughs> muffled, get the just, old just belt out. muffled yeah. yells. I don't know what would happen, but it would, it'd be me like sending y'all a text at like eight o'clock in the morning, like, hey, y'all just get your bags and yeah. kind of go. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm locked in some. Room. Hey, I, I got, a, I got a weird question for y'all, kind of on the same topic. Did y'all get the belt as a kid? Hell, um. <laughs> Yeah, or, or some sort of like some not the belt but like you know dude I got the wooden spoon I got yeah. the wooden spoon and too like, and, and you know like your mom knew exactly where to hit you too it was the behind the knee Ooh. and like the lower thigh <laughs> okay. going all the way down the calf yeah so, and it had holes in it too so it'd go faster it was, it was horrible it was, yeah. dynamic it, it yeah. was for real it was I got the so my mom she might have she may have picked up the wooden spoon a couple times but it was more of Oh, your dad will love this when he gets home. That screwed me up for eight hours. Uh, yeah. That screwed me up for eight <laughs> I hours. Like, just hit me now. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 just hit me Look, don't, wait, don't wait for dad. Yeah, went, dad dude, that, that was yeah. terrible. It would be 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, and she would say, oh, wait till your dad gets home. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I have to wait till 7 p.m.? Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm sitting on my bed in the yeah. fetal position, like rocking back and forth like, this is going to be dude, bad. Yeah. This is going to be so dude, bad. <laughs> my, my dad used to make me go pick a stick. And if oh, it wasn't big enough, he made me go pick you, another. You chose the well pick the switch. Yeah. What is this yeah. little house yeah. on the prairie? He would no. He would take me a go because we had a you, Bryson. You know, I have a big like yeah. woods area on the back of my yeah. like in the go back of my house. Stick. And he would li- if he was mad, he'd be like, "Go pick a stick." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh no," because I knew in my head <laughs> he, like, it was like a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get another one. Yes, I knew in my head. I was like, "Oh man, if I pick a small one, he's just gonna make me walk back, yeah. and it's just gonna be the walk of shame." Yeah. But you'd have to, and it was just like it's the most humiliating thing because not only is everyone because it was he just he did it in front of my friends sometimes because I was acting a fool. So you're Wait, all how, your friends, how old were you? How old were you? I was like eleven. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't like awesome. yeah, I was like eleven. And if I acted, I'm a, he, he said the other the other parents uh, of the kids are like, yeah, son, how was Andrew's house? Like, <laughs> his dad beat him. <laughs> guys, Andrew had to pick his own stick. <laughs> you guys ass whooped. Hey, y'all listen to this film. I want to I want to know if it's like a if it's a universal thing. My dad would. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many, how many hits it was with the belt though. I, I just to preface, I completely deserved it. I was, I was being terrible whenever it happened. But you ever get whipped and he's like, 
I love you, son. He hugs you, and you're like, what is this double-faced, like, two-faced? Especially when he makes you walk in front of all your friends to go pick a stick out of the woods. Oh, wait, you got, okay, I'm talking yeah, about, like, yeah, my yeah. dad, look, no, I, no, love, no. I, I, I love my dad, too. I love He's my awesome, dad so much, yeah. and he is the reason the way I am now, and I cannot thank him enough, but it always confused me when I was, like, eight years old, and I just yeah. got the crap beat out of me, and he goes, hey, I love you, son, uh, yeah. all this kind of, like, give me a talk, I'm like, now, but now it makes sense. Now I'm 20 yeah, years right. old. Now, now it makes it makes total sense in my head that okay, that it was a nurturing thing. It was like I'm punishing you, but I love you kind of deal. But it's just not something that I understood. And guess what? And I just find funny now. You know what I'm saying? I never did it again either. And I learned hey, my lesson. Well, yeah, well that's and what showed me love for it. That is yeah. totally what I was. That's the entire reason I brought this yep. up, right? Those were some hilarious stories. But the entire reason I brought this up is if you were disciplined as a kid in that way, like. I was multiple times, and I, I don't have as many scenarios where I got caught in the act by a parent, and I think it's because I was disciplined at a young age, and I don't, I don't know if y'all agree with that, but that's, that's just kind of how I think, and like, you yeah. know, if I'm able to have kids of my own one day, um, it's just a showing of, like, it just, the benefits of that act kind of show themselves later on with a sign of respect, almost, like, yeah. I respect you for disciplining me in that way. Yes. I appreciate you teaching me not to do this and respect you at I, the same time. I appreciate that you handled it. I have. I, I really do. And, and, and like, if my dad's listening to this, like, I appreciated that now. Like, as, yes. as a at child. At first, I wanted. Like, and, like, yeah, yeah. obviously as a kid, you're like, what in the world? Like, no. But, like, it's so funny how Dude. we come around to these things. And, yeah. like, man, I really understand the benefits of that. Dude. Okay, you, I, I just thought this. You ever got your ass beat in front of your friends as a kid? You ever got like that little temper tantrum you get after you walk in your room and you start <laughs> packing your bag, you get your stuff in <laughs> you get your blankets, you're like, I'm out of here! I'm out of here, I'm leaving, this family sucks. You know, you just you wreck your whole room and you're like, you know what, he's gonna get it. He's gonna learn, he's gonna learn that he likes me. I'm, I'm getting out of here, right? I, I, I don't know why I thought of that, but it's so funny. You're just so hot in that moment. Mm -hmm. But then like, then like two years from now, it's like, wow, kind of like a horrible kid <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bounce off of what both y'all said real quick um, as far as you talking about the discipline um, I reside so much with that like I think I went home over Thanksgiving break and I told my mom and dad I was like they were like so how's school going I'm like how's how's all the people whatever they just want to know um, I'm like you know what I've I've been able to tell you can tell who got disciplined as a kid and who didn't you can tell who got hit with a belt and who didn't. And that might be offensive to some of you, but you really can. Because you can tell, like, I, I don't know. Do you all get what I'm trying to say? Like, you, you know. Like, there's there's just a level of respect for authority, I feel like, in yep. some way. Like, and a level of respect for one another. On, on some level, like, it teaches yeah, you respect. Some, I don't know. I honestly, like, thinking out loud, like, I don't know how it does it. But I attribute, like, being reprimanded as a kid to my respect for authority, for my respect for adults. That is 100% yeah. my deal because I can act all big and bad like, and say, like, oh, if someone talked to me that way of authority, I was like, I wouldn't handle that. I, I, I'd tell them off. It happens to me, I don't. Yes, sir, so sorry about that. Whether I was right or wrong, it's just because they hold that authority above me and I got, not that I got it beat into me, but my he just drove the point home. When you have authority, Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes. yes, sir. Yes. No, sir. And you move on, and you will be better for it. And that's the biggest takeaway I can have. Is just like you said, they're just yeah. their blatant yeah. respect. Yeah. yeah. And you know, discipline comes in different ways too. It of just, course, it doesn't of just course. have to be a butt right. whooping, right? I like, I like that. That's a good point. Yeah, it 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 can just be, and you know, I there were sometimes too, where my dad would just flat out just, or my mom, 
and they would sit down, they'd talk with me, and they'd tell me, you know, and, and they'd maybe tell me a story of what they experienced, and I'd hear that, and I'd be like, wow, you know, that was actually, you know, they, don't, they didn't have to discipline me in a physical way, but they told me stories about their life that made me kind of like, and they, when they, especially when they got emotional about it, I was like, wow, you know, this really impacted someone's life, and I'm glad I saw that, yes. because I want to, now that I saw that, I, I know what the capabilities of me making those decisions could cause, right? Yeah. That came as I got older. Um, I would say at a younger age before, I think when I, when I became a teenager is when I started getting those talks of, son, let me sit down and talk to you about my experience. Let me tell you how you can better do this because I felt like they were be, they were beyond the point of, of disciplining me in a physical way because I had gotten the point thus far. I feel like there's a threshold with that, at least at least with how I was raised. Like it was more of a sit down and let, let's talk about this. Let, let's yeah. learn how to, because they knew that, I feel like, I, look, this might this might be the the insensitive thing. I think tr- like training young kids here it comes is like training a puppy. Like you you learn you gotta you gotta pinch the ear a little bit. You gotta have some sort of yeah. You, you gotta have some sort of tell like oh when I do that my ear hurts a little bit so I'm not gonna do that anymore. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying by that? Yeah. But as you get older, as the the child learns, I feel like they're more susceptible yeah. to the sit down more mature kind of discipline. Yeah, you, I don't well, think I don't think an eight year old is capable of sitting down with his dad and his dad yeah. talking to him. Like well, that. I'm a I'm a psych minor, and what we've been learning in lifespan psychology is you know at a young age you're more likely to learn from reinforcement. Yes, and the reinforcement yes. theory is through positive reinforcement or through negative reinforcement. So whether that's rewards or benefits, uh, you know, just at a young age that that kind of get hit with a wooden spoon. That's that negative. You know, reinforcement. And you know, hey, when and I did that, that, that it builds that foundational mm-hmm. kind of, you know, yep. instinct in you. But personally, agree. I, my parents never did that. What you kind of like what you were saying. My parents never did that. Um, and like you said, when you got older, they kind of had these more sit down talks with you and I know that. Mm-hmm. My parents actually did that with me at a young age, okay. and Everybody's I different. think what they did to me is instead of them being the ones that punished me, in a way they let me go into the world and be punished by my own actions and yes. that's how I learned yeah, that, that's a and, very bold way to do it but I feel like and effective. and but yet they I, I couldn't ask for any better parents I think they set the, the the framework by like you said telling stories of their past experiences and sitting down with me and being intentional about what they wanted me how they wanted to raise me and the goal that they set and I saw them every day do what they do and and I saw what I wanted to be but you know I still I was still young I was still maturing so when I went out into the real world and I experienced myself, that's when I really learned. Yeah, yeah I man, there's totally just agree. so so many life lessons you can learn from that. Well, anyways, guys, that's the show. That's the podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe. You know, we're gonna, you know, obviously we're gonna continue to come out with stuff like this every week. Um, and I, like I said, appreciate y'all's feedback. Tell us what you thought of this video. And yeah, you know, that's the show, guys. It's been two a.m. on Lakeshore. We out.